It's the final day of the Natsu Basho. This is Sumo Drop. Welcome back to Sumo Drop. I'm Emma Jane and this is Matt. Hello. Uh, this is the end of the May tournament and it's been a pretty unpredictable and ultimately fairly anticlimactic one. Yeah. Am I just being bitter because my predictions went into the toilet and <laughs> suffering the worst catch a clash fantasy league ranking ever? Uh, no. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a reminder that we have a link to an introductory explainer in the show notes. And anytime we use any Japanese terminology, we'll do our best to explain what it means so you can get more familiar. And now on to news. Really quick segment now, because there's only one bit of news. On the actual <laughs> who won the Basho. Um, the simple news is that uh, Ura had to withdraw on day 14 mm. due to a sprained ankle. Yeah, interesting. Um, Clearly that uh, bout uh, that he had the day before just knocked him out of shape. Knocked him too much. Yeah. Bit of a surprise. Also, I mean, at this point, he I think he had nine victories. So he yeah. achieved this Kashikoshi and it's like, don't push it. You will end up causing more harm and more damage than is necessary. So it makes complete sense. Yeah. Before we get to the final day's results, let's have a look back at last week's bouts with our own personal highlights. So, Monday the 16th of May, uh, my highlight was Waka Takakage versus mm. Takakesho. Um, it was initially a full start, um, but then a really scrappy bout with it some heavy was. blows. But uh, Waka Takakage managed to pull um, Takakesho down with a Hataki Komi slapdown. It was... Yeah. It was a close one, obviously a conflicting one for you because they're yeah, both, they're both on in your my, list. they were both in my in my stable. So yeah. yeah, but um, it was a good bout. It was a good strong performance. Yeah, it was a good performance from from Waka, definitely. Definitely. What about you? Yeah, uh, for me, um, I highlighted Aoyama and Koto Eko's match. Uh, it was a really interesting one. Um, Koto Eko pushed was pushed to the edge of the Tawara, um, which is the rice bale, um, but managed to adjust, and then. Aoyama managed to perform an uh, arm lock throw whilst getting pushed back. So it was a really interesting one. I'm very, com uh, yeah, it confused me a yeah. little bit because yeah. I was like, what the hell? What's going on? So yeah, it was a Kotenage uh, arm lock throw. Um, and there was another arm throw that interested me later on. And that was a Tatari arm throw from Hoshoryu uh, when he beat Takayasu. And the reason mm. I point out this one is that uh, Hoshoru just stared Takayasu down afterwards and uh, I think he was clearly making a point for the judges as obviously he... He, he did have a... Did that count? He, Does that count? Yeah. He yeah. won on 6... So he was on 6-3 but quite clearly as we all know he should have been on 7-2 yeah. and one of the leaders so yeah. yeah, a bit frustrating so I had to point that one out for mm. sure. No, 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 definitely. Okay, so Tuesday 17th of May Meisei versus Teretsuyoshi so for those who don't know Teretsuyoshi is salt boy, the guy who gets uh, just, a, just a fist full of salt chucks. They're very performative, very cool, but people end up skidding on it. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Um, and may say a really top contender, Mai Gashira, who's dropped considerably, was going to be possibly in run for Ozeki at one point, but really struggling at the bottom. Um, a really messy floundering from it both was of them. I didn't highlight this because it was so a good sloppy. match. It was a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> it was a terrible performance for both of them. I, I was, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't even remember who won. It was just <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, for me, it was uh, Wakatakokage again uh, versus Shodai this time. 
Um, I really was appreciative of, of how he was bending his knees. He got he kept really low and then just kept on with the pressure. He just like a whole barrage yeah. of attacks and yeah. attacks and uh yeah, showed I had no no comeback really. God Show has been suffering. Yeah, he really has. We thought after his performance in um in the March bar show that he would really pick it up now, mm. but good God. Uh Wednesday, eighteenth of May really the most frustrating day for me because um <laughs> as we mentioned before the catcher clash fantasy league are higher or are stable you get five different key which means at one point there will be a, a cursed day mm. where of those five two pairs will be going up against each other which means it's great you get a guaranteed two or three points but it's also like you're also capped at that amount so really frustrating but the one i wanted to highlight from that was koto shoho versus chiotaru um, two of mine are going against Andrew, as I said. Um, but Chiotaru cleverly opened with a well-timed face slap. Yeah. <laughs> and then continued the momentum, pushing uh, Kotosho out of the dog here. It was a really nice, like, you could see in the replay, once uh, Chiotaru just smacked him one in the yeah. face. Kotosho, was, it wasn't like it was a really powerful punch. It was like, oh my God, I'm disoriented. I mean, it's like, it just a bit, like, takes you off guard a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the thing with slapping is obviously it's not an illegal move. It's part of it's part of sumo, but it can yeah. really disorientate um, a rikishi. It can, so. and it's, it's seen as a little dirty. I mean, yeah. Hakuo used to do it. And people were saying you shouldn't be winning with that. Mm. It's a bit, It's like the idea it's not illegal to do the bullfighting thing where you just step to one side. Yes, exactly. It's, it's perfectly legal, but it's like, mm, that's Yeah, a bit you're not cheap. showing much skill there. Yeah. I, think, I think that's what they're getting at. That's pretty much <laughs> it. What about yourself? Uh, for me, I've, I've highlighted a couple. The first one was Ura v. Aoyama. Again, just keeping an eye on Aoyama because he's performed really well this basho. Yeah. Um, now, this was an interesting match because the winner of this match stayed in the Yusho race. And Yusho is just obviously just the... It's the final cup. Yeah, fight, the final, yeah. the cup. Um, now, Ura won this one. And it was interesting because Ura kept pushing Aoyama back. And it was a really impressive display because, as you know, Aoyama is huge. He is a big beef of jelly. Um, and so I really, really appreciated it. Although Aoyama was furious because he pushed Ura off at the end. And to me, it looked like he was like, get the fuck off me. He was it, so angry. He had a really <laughs> aggressive, unnecessarily aggressive Get away from me. You were right. You, you, yeah, you very much nailed the tone there. Yeah. So angry. And then the other match I'm highlighting, again, because it just it, I keep picking up on it. He's one of mine. It's Wakataka Kage again. Yeah. While he hasn't performed as, as well as I'd hoped this basho, he's still performed you know, really well, despite all of the pressure of last... Basho yeah. winning it, you know, usually some, you know, hmm. some Rikishi will just crack under pressure that, you know, after they've won a tournament. Of course. This, um, by the way, is the other me versus me match. Yes, this is Wakataka Kage v Mitakayumi. Uh, and then this one, um, this match was a long one. It doesn't sound long when I tell you it's one minute and 15 seconds. But in sumo, it's a long time. It, it, it's a quarter of the time they'll allow. Exactly. So... Um, this was a good one. Uh, Wakataka Kage did win. And at this point, you could see he was clearly looking for his 10 wins because obviously he's really gunning for an Ozeki campaign next tournament. But of course, you can't go for that unless you've got double figures, yeah. a, few, a few tournaments yeah. in a row. Um, so, yeah. Well, we're going to come up with this, with this later. But Mitekiumi was like, oh, he'll take a while now. We talked we talk about so much yeah. uh, in like March and things and, and January. saying, like, oh, whoever gets this is really pressure. important. Pressure. And then suddenly it's like, oh. He's now in Ozeki. He's like, really? That was fast? Yeah. But yeah. then we'll come back to Who knows later. what's going to happen uh, next time. Um, a couple of other things I just wanted to point out on this particular day. This was day 11. 
And uh, the sole leader at this point was Takanosho because all of the other Rikishi had yeah. lost their matches. So a middle of a Maegashira. Very interesting. And uh, that was the day that Terana Fuji finally gets uh, got his Kachikoshi. Now I say finally gets <laughs> it because. Yeah. You know, he's Yokozuna. He should have had it by now. It's day 11. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Terana Fuji, uh, it was his kachi, uh, Kachikoshi day mm. uh, where he got more wins uh, than losses. Yeah. So yeah, an interesting day. Uh, Thursday, 19th of May, Ura versus Takakesho. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Right, some, some opening nonsense with two of them edging close to the line. So they sort of took their position and then Ura sort of noticed what Takakesho was doing mm. and then he edged close to the line. All the crowd went, oh... And Takesho had this face on him like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It was really, yeah, everyone was amused, but not Takakesho. There's a soft Tachiai uh, leading to Ura being pushed towards the Tawara. Then he had his legs swept by Takakesho. We think, well, that's over. It's yeah. pretty much done. But, and this is classic Ura. This is interesting, yeah. He spun on the balls of his feet and essentially danced around to kill time and did a little pirouette, like almost like flips on leaps. And he's like, what are yeah. you doing? But by doing that, to Takakesho's momentum I he think, basically walked himself out yeah, of the Yeah, I think the issue here is Takakesho obviously thought that he'd got Ura out because he'd spun him round. Yeah. And so why would he? And put you could the see on? as he was, you know, the momentum's pushing him out out of the dojo. Mm. You could see him trying to look behind him almost, like to see yeah. have I have I? And I think he just assumed yeah. he had, and then well, he so stepped what's out. What's this tit dancing about? Yeah. As opposed to you need to break so right now. So frustrating for yeah. him, and obviously. Went to Monoe, they looked yeah. at it and said, "No, Ura, yeah, Ura no, it. it was absolutely yeah." A lot of lot of typical Ura all over the place stuff yeah. but equally I wouldn't be surprised if that's where he starts or started to Hurt piss his, his ankle yeah to start hurting his foot all that twisting on his ankle yeah um, so yeah for me uh, on that day uh, it was Kiribayama and Waka Motoharu so not Waka Takakage this time his brother yep. um, now this one I really really I, I like this match because I wanted to highlight it because they're both pretty much the same side, size and they were just in this stamina match, this endurance match. Yeah, it just went yeah. on for longer than you'd expect a match to go on for with, with Rikishi of this size. Um, it was almost like a bit like they were a stalemate, like they were both... They cancelled each other out a bit. Yeah, in yeah. a way. Um, and it was a hard-fought match, um, and uh, Wakamoto Haru won out in the end. But it was really, really... I really enjoyed that match. Um, it's always fun when they go on a little bit longer. Um, can be it can be unless they just stand there like, yeah, it, just, like I know it's the does. thing but when they're because they're, they're doing calculations <laughs> in their heads but it's like yeah do something yeah 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 and uh, yeah on, on this day it was uh, still just Takanosho sole leader mm-hmm. um, so at this point we're all thinking oh Takanosho what's going on I think last week I was saying about how oh Tamawashi might have it in my yeah no he Rock, was yep. slipped out of there. <laughs> and uh, it was an interesting uh, th- point that I've just written in my notes was that Wakataka Kage at this, uh, by Thursday had beaten three Ozekis. Um, and then, went up, and then he went up against Terra Nafuji. And I was thinking, Has he, is he going to be able to do the, the, all the Ozekis and Terra Nafuji? It turns out he couldn't because Terra Nafuji sort of was back on his game, clearly. Um, yeah. Just sort of lifted him out. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a thing he's done in the past quite a lot. We've seen it's quite good, but we thought, is he going to have that same momentum now? Is he going to be able to lift him up because of his knees and his back and the pain? Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So Friday 20th of May, Koto Shoho versus Meisei. Mm. Um, an incredible recovery from Koto Shoho. Uh, so Meisei pushed him towards the, around the dojo, Um And then he, uh, it's one of those things whereby it doesn't matter how who wins almost, even though it definitely does matter, um, because you can see the performance is so strong that you're like, 
well done for keeping yourself in this long, for mm. bouncing back and g- gaining steady footing. Obviously, if you can't capitalize on it, it's frustrating, but it's a still good thing. So in this case, um, both, both fought extremely hard, uh, but despite, you know, Kotoshoho holding on, Mace eventually won out. And I, yeah. think, I think it was a good thing. I think Kotoshoho recovered really well, yeah. although he didn't capitalize on it to, to, to win. Yeah. But Mace actually finally showed that, like, oh, no, I'm going to keep keep the momentum and keep the pressure. I still don't think he's performing at the level he should be considering no. he fell from like Mega Shiro 3 or it was. But, Not at all. But yeah, that's me. Yeah, uh, my match was was one I was highlighting because it was a really important match for both the Rikishi involved. Yeah. Uh, it was Hidanumi and Kagayaki. This is because um, Hidanumi needed this to stay in the top division. And Kagayaki, if he lost this match, he was going straight down to Jurio as yeah. well. So it's like, it's like a... Which one's going down to Jurio? It's a pivotal role for them, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Now, this was an interesting one because while the match was going on, like, you couldn't really see what was going on. But by the end of the match, it looked as if Hidanumi had broken a finger. Yeah, he had. He was cradling <laughs> it in a very specific way and his hand was shaking very low. And he was just trying to almost, like, push it back in. So he sprained it, yeah. curled it, something. But it was like, oh, God, I think he's buggered this. Yeah, so he won. He basically is now going to be on his way back to the Makuchi division, um, the top division. So he's beat Kagayaki. And obviously Kagayaki's going down to Jurio. Um, but yeah, it was interesting because obviously he may have won, but he's got this injury. So, oh dear, like, is it, yeah, is it worth it? I mean, he didn't, he didn't pull out the following day. So clearly it wasn't that bad. I just bound him up. And right. Yeah. And uh, just a point to, to mention on the Friday is that Takanosho lost his sole lead. So, um by end of day on Friday, he was sharing it with Sadanumi and Terana Fuji. So Terana Fuji yeah. was back in that Yusho race. Because they were hungry on his tail, Takanosha being there, but he was like, he could never chisel enough of a lead to get away from it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And finally, Saturday, 21st of May, yesterday, yep. Shimano Umi versus Chiotaru. Um, it was just a great, great performance. Chiotaru pushed solidly through Shimano Umi to get his first Kachikoshi in a year mm. obviously that's me like you know uh, Ch- um, Chiotaru has been one of my picks obviously but I like him as a Rikishi I think he's genuinely quite solid so um, yeah I think uh, yeah he, ma- he makes sense so yeah okay so Saturday as well worth pointing out that um, Ura withdrew this is when he withdrew he sprained his left ankle um and Wakatakage got his Kachikoshi by default or Fusensho. Yeah. Um so that was great for Wakatakage, but it's always a bit of like, oh, you, you didn't really win that one, did you? He he was handed a freebie, but at the end of the day, um yeah, a bit of a weird one. So the match I actually wanted to highlight today was uh Ichiyamamoto and Wakamoto Haru. Now Ichiyamamoto had Waka upright. Uh he was on the back foot. Uh, Wakamoto Haru was holding on and it looked as though Ichiyamamoto had it. Like, it, 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 mm. I thought it was his. But um, Ichiyamamoto stepped out before Wakamoto Haru went down um, because Wakamoto uh, Haru, sorry, he bent weirdly. Like, he used his upper back strength and this kind of, like, agility to kind of, like, bend himself so he didn't go out of, of the... It was a weird Yeah, one. he didn't yeah. go out of the dohyo uh, first. Um, so it was it was interesting to me just to see... The amount of strength he must have in the upper body to be able to keep himself in that position while yeah, he's yeah, off yeah, balance yeah, yeah. as well. There was even a mono e just to confirm, but that they agreed with the Gyoji's call um, that it was uh, Wakamoto Haru because mm. Ichiyamamoto stepped out first. So yeah, 
it's a again weird, it was just a, weird. a really weird one but also uh just kudos to wakamoto haru because it was a great great um yeah. yeah great dodge right at the end it's always nice to see people like because obviously for those uninitiated with sumo wrestling for those who are uh just generally thinking about it, yours like, oh it's big lumbering huge dudes and it can be um, but sometimes like no 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 they're they're, they're muscular and they're mm. agile yeah and then they when they fall they leap if whatever happened out of the out of the dojo out of the ring they have to fall or or cut without in a way that doesn't Inju- injure them basically. Yeah, yeah exactly it's really important yeah um incidentally by the way uh for a full breakdown of the various results you can always head to sumo.or.jp/en and with that covered let's go over today's results Followed by some very special input. Interesting. Mm. Okay, so day 15, the last day of the Natsu Basho. Let's look at the specific results before we get into some uh, some details later. Let's just find out who beat who. Nishikigi beat Chiyotaru. Okunomi beat Meisei. Midori Fuji beat Tochinoshin. Aoyama beat Kotoshoho. Teretsuyoshi beat Azumaru. Kagiyaki beat Kotoeko. Takora Fuji beat Kotokuzan, Tobizaru beat Yutakayama, Sadnaumi beat Takanosho. Endo beat Miyogiryu, Tamawashi beat Ichiyamamoto, and Hokuto Fuji beat Oho. Kotonowaka beat Wakamotoharu, Takeyasu beat Chiyoshoma, and Daesho beat Shimanaumi. Kiribayama beat Hoshoryu, Wakatakakage beat Abi, and Takakesho beat Shodai. Now, at this point, there were a handful of people, three in fact, on i think um 11 and 4 at this point and it's like oh god yes if Terna <laughs> fuji loses we're gonna end up with a four-way showdown oh yep. my god huge playoffs amazing who's Terna fuji up against and Terna fuji at that point's on 11 and 3 against mitakayumi on 6 and 8 who will now be going kadoban yeah into the next it's like oh this feels oh, very this feels, uh, clean yeah. cut um, and uh, then Terano Fuji beat Mitakumi. Yes. Very quickly. So, yeah. No playoff. As we were saying, quite an anticlimactic Just, uh, end to yeah. the Basho. I mean, it's, Yokozuna won the Basho. Oh, yeah. That makes complete sense. That should a, happen. Yeah. <laughs> it was his seventh uh, tournament. The first he's won since November, weirdly enough. Yeah. Well, it's because he's had all his injuries and has been out for yeah. quite a few. And Challenged unlike and unlike the Ozekis that, you know... They go down in rank if they miss uh, tournaments. Yokozuna's, um, Yokozuna's life, don't. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. And, and Mitsugami was hungry. Lots of other people. And Wakataka Kage got in there at one point. So a bit, a bit all over the place. But either mm-hmm. way, straight back in again. Um, yeah, let's get to some highlights. Yes. So, yeah, day 15. Um, as I say, building up towards this, this potential four-way showdown. Like, oh, my God, lots of cool playoff stuff. And then it just fizzled down to the Yokozuna one, which is kind of makes sense but also a bit of a mess but anyway more importantly joining us to discuss today's uh medley of weirdness and our general overview of the entire thing we got fox in the house hello hey oh yeah how you doing man i'm all right i'm feeling uh i'm not so bad i apologize for mid basho mid basho blues um <laughs> i felt like ura uh <laughs> towards the back end yeah no no not bad today not bad how are you guys doing all right yeah not just... bad yeah enjoyed the uh the absolute mind fuck that was uh this basho it's, it's um... been it's been a state man I, I, it really has um yeah 
<clears throat> so obviously we came into it. So, so cast your mind back two weeks, right? We were all saying, uh, we're both, all of us relatively hopeful because we all had pretty much the same picks roughly at the top. We were like, mm. Fuji's in a bad way. I don't think he'll do well. It's going to be Kessler Swish and one of the other Ozeki pulling their weight. They, you know, Takakesho and uh, uh, Shodai are no longer Kadoban. Maybe that will reinvigorate them. Mitsakeyumi pissed off he didn't get into the U show last time. Wasn't doing very well because obviously between Takayasu and Wakatakage. Maybe he'll pull his weight here. <clears throat> Excuse me. And also, again, Wakatakage and Takayasu, two who were literally neck and neck for that mm. last basho. Surely both of them will do incredibly well. So here we are now going, oh, no, the whole thing was a mess. It was, yeah, it's a state. I feel like yeah. I've watched some kind of bizarre CBB's deep dive, <laughs> like on some kind of uh, just messy drugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what, it's weird. This has been wacky. Yeah, the only, the only like normal thing about this basho is that the Yokozuna one. Which, as we all know, yeah. is the most anticlimactic thing to have happened, given that, you know, the day, you know, before the match. Um, yeah, it could have been a four-way <laughs> playoff, which would have been really fun. But, uh, yeah, no, it's the way it is. The, the Yokozuna should be winning. Of course, of course. I fully agree with that. I think uh, the sort of, from what I remember of his speech as well earlier today, after winning, he said that he was... Uh, somewhat excited and a little bit kind of uh maybe over enthusiastic yeah and hadn't you know didn't sort of settle himself down in time for the basho yeah mm-hmm. um so it's why he had a, a few sort of slip-ups in week one and apparently yeah. sorted his head out for week two which he did because he kind of whilst he was always there for me he wasn't i don't want to say he wasn't a contender but he didn't have the presence did he you know, like, yeah, he, like he would yeah. usually have. Yeah, yeah I agree right. with that. And he was kind of he kind he kind of bounced back out of nowhere under the radar a little bit. Um after his initial few losses in the first week, I just thought, Yeah, well, I am counting him out now because it was just so mm. I don't know. Just it's it was flat. Poor, poor form. Yeah, it was flat. It was a, he he was flat um yeah. throughout until it mattered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's interesting because it, I think as well, if while we're saying that, like, oh yeah, you know, if, if you look at the numbers alone, you say, oh, Terra Fuji pulled it back. It's like, not, not really. Takanosho f- basically fell over. If he had yeah. continued that momentum and pace, he'd have won this hands down. It would have been clean. Um, obviously got, you know, caught out by Sad Naomi and a few other bits and pieces. And it was very interesting for that reason. But I don't think it was necessary that it was, it was just the fact that in the last few days, Terra Fuji finally found a rhythm and got a bit of consistency. I think yeah. that's what sort of changed. Whereas, it, I mean, there was, you're right, by the way, um, Fox, about um, his speech, his acceptance speech, because there was, he keeps saying things that maybe it's a translation issue, I don't know. Um, but, and, and this is that he's a Mongolian dude speaking Japanese, which is being translated yeah, into course. English. You know, there's a lot yeah. of possible room for error in interpretation. But something like, oh, um, how do you feel about this whole thing? You know, a bit of a rough start and coming back in week two. And he said, "Mm, yes, I'm glad it's over. Um, Yeah. And you're like, right. Did they mean that in the uh, translation? What does does that mean? You mean like like, that that could be interpreted in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, carry on, Matt. Carry on, Matt. Oh, no, sorry. sorry, 
he, even when I talk about like um, this idea of you know I was hesitant to come back possibly and all that sort of stuff and you're like yeah it, is it like oh, I've won my seventh Basho and now I'm done but then by the end of it, he was also saying about you know, they were saying what's it like being the fullest the stadium's been you know since since COVID and he's like oh yeah but it's been great for people watching at home and stuff like that on TV and things and on the internet but it's nice to have it in the stadium so you're like yeah, he sounds like he's fine, but I don't know yeah. if he's staying. It's, it was very weird. I, I, the way I originally picked it up was that when he said he was glad it was over. So at first I thought he's glad the bash was over because it's it's just been a pain in his ass mm. kind mm. of thing. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, I wonder if he actually meant what it meant was he's glad that his poor form is over. And, yeah. Uh, you yeah. Know, he's, he's glad that the, the nightmare situation's over and now he's back. To bossing it because he did boss mm. it to be fair and especially yeah. that final battle today yeah um but i know that he's he's quite uh he seems to be really looking forward to to, to moving forward going with yeah. the future because i know that um one of his stable mates also won the um the, the jury as well yeah. so yeah. He, he, he hinted at the idea that they were chatting about the idea it would be great if we could both be in it at the same yeah. time yeah. and both win <laughs> So we'll see, because that's, you know, I'm highly looking forward to. I'm assuming winning the jury means promotion, yeah? It's not just a weird well, sort no, of... guaranteed promotion, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah should yeah. do, yeah. I mean, like anything, as we've discussed in the past, when they come up with the Banske, uh at the end of next month, whatever it happens to be, uh, it'll be a sense of, ah, oh, well, you've won this, therefore you're going up X amount of ranks, right? It's like, no, yeah. no, 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 mm-hmm. because it's always down to the council and the sumo association, which means... Yeah, you can be slotted up a little bit or a lot. It's a hard thing. Yeah, to gauge, well, so. I mean, we know that that Kagayaki is going back down to Jurio anyway because yeah, he yes. lost his match, and so yeah, that was that's on the card. So there is a space. Let's put yeah. it that way. Yeah, there'll be enough spaces. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's actually before we get to today's stuff, let's let's talk about some of these prizes specifically because I find these things very interesting. So, for those who don't know, at the end of the tournament. It's more than just one person lifting the cup. There's also the special Sancho prizes. Sancho, by the way, just means three prizes. Um, and they're... Um, pretty quite crazy. Yeah, and they're handed out to various people. So there's the Outstanding Performance Prize of the Shukun Show. There's the Fighting Spirit Prize, the Kanto Show. And there's the Technique Prize, the Ginto, sorry, Gino Show. And they're, they're not always given out because the Outstanding mm. Performance is when somebody beats a Yokozuna. That doesn't always happen, obviously. So, Or if somebody's um, won the tournament. So two people got the outstanding performance. It was Dae Sho and Takuno Sho. And by yeah. the way, I agree with that. Those two absolutely did so so well. Absolutely. The Fighting Spirit Prize, um, which again is who, who fought hard, who really impressed everybody, who who, who went above and beyond effectively, um, went to Sadanomi. I'm like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. As a lower Mike Gashira, he, he upset things more than once. Yeah, definitely. What's really interesting is the Gino show, the most, um, one of the most clearly defined, you know, it's the idea of winning with the most different techniques, basically. It's like, oh, well, you know, you won by Hatakikomi yeah. or Yorikiri or Oteoshi. So all these different, you know, ways of, of winning. And like Ura's always won for that, for example. No um, prize winner. They didn't give it to yeah, anybody. But then think back to this, this Basho. Have there been that many techniques going on that aren't just pretty <gasps> standard? A lot of it, I feel, has mm. been people accidentally stepping out or um, yeah. messing up themselves, or you know. <laughs> well, there's yeah. been arm throws and various bits of pieces, but I don't think they come yeah, from one but... person. That's the thing. I think the difference is that exactly. they're not exactly. Of... Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like arm throws and and Yorikiri, mm. so frontal 
the force outs and stuff but that's pretty standard there's been nothing really spectacular like if you think back to the last bus show I'm pretty sure there were some techniques in there that we hadn't seen for years yeah so I feel like yeah like an idiot yeah (laughs) yeah like it like a like a wrestler rather than pro wrestler yeah yeah yeah. um yeah yeah, so so, so, I mean I'm I'm a little surprised by that um Fox, what do you think? Daya Show and Takano Show and Sadno, any problems with them? Anyone else you would like to have seen awarded with something? No, not at all. But I did see Wakataka Kage got presented with something as well. He he was given the oh. speech. He was given the Bow and Arrow Award. Oh, oh interesting. interesting. Maybe he was gi- hmm. Yeah, he was gi- he was awarded something. He was given it was um he was given when he was when he won his battle, he was given his envelopes with his uh with his coinage inside yeah, yeah, yeah. sponsorship coin, and then he was given like um, what look? It's the award that looks like a, a set of wooden arrows. The arrows, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna Google this right now because th- this is the thing. Because obviously we get off of a sudden uh, the. Um, we went uh, onto the uh, sumo results page, you know, yeah. the sumo dot because we were like, I couldn't find it anywhere, and we didn't watch. Um, we were watching a different footage, I think. But... Yeah, classically, we are getting like you know yeah. limited information, but but oh, maybe he did get it. Maybe he did, maybe he got, I mean, to be fair, Wakataka getting like the uh, sorry, Wakataka Kage getting the uh, technique price might be a thing. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Either way, you know, it's one of those. Uh, is what you get from recording like live sports coverage on the day. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to investigate that one. Um, as as for today, as you said, it was building interestingly. Building yeah. to this really important match, really cool to start with. But M made a really interesting point when we were watching it. I don't know if you had the same sort of opinion, Fox. Wasn't nearly as tense as the March Basha, where you're like, oh my God, this no. could go anyway. With Kotonowaka yeah. and Takayasu and Wakataka Kage thinking, oh, any yeah. of these three could win. This I is was a ball of nerves last Basha because I was so excited for the potential of Wakataka Kake winning winning a tournament because it was exciting and new and it just yeah and I, I think I'd just been being like I think I'm shaking I'm actually getting really really caught up <laughs> yeah. whereas obviously today uh Terina Fuji just winning was just like oh yeah whatever that's you know standard I mean that's terrible because I shouldn't be feeling that way because you know Terina Fuji is Yokozuna Yokozuna is meant to be the cream of the crop meant to be great to watch and he is but it just oh it's just it's always nice I think for me it's just seeing someone new come up and just win a tournament is just really exciting someone you didn't expect as well because sure, I think sure. you know I've, I've been watching him for ages and I love Wakatakage as you all know yeah he's a but boy. yeah and so seeing him get his yeah get his first tournament win was absolutely amazing and I think for, so that's why I feel like this, this Basho versus last one I'm a little bit like oh, a bit deflated this time around because I was really yeah. excited about the prospect of having like a four-way playoff. Yeah, but it was also unclear because I mean we went we came out of Sunday last week saying who do we think's going to win this? What are our predictions? And we're like, ah, and I thought Tamawashi might have it maybe. Like, ah. So that's the thing. I don't think anyone was really um, gearing towards an obvious uh, outcome. You know, nothing that was really clearly defined or anything. I mean, I yeah. picked uh, I picked Daesho to potentially take this. I didn't even pick him in my bloody ah. stable. If you're, like, in the first episode, yeah. I said I think Daesho is going to be the dark horse it, here, yeah, yeah. Um, and he did really, really well considering. You know, he finished he did, sort of he joint did. second, but yeah, for whatever reason, I, I didn't pick him. <laughs> in my, in Always my away, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Actually, let's let's cover that because that's going to be that's a, it's a good breakdown of of, of today's mm. stuff because 
so our stables um we used logic we used reason um and we got bad so to, to remind Next tournament, we're drawing out of a hat right yeah <laughs> i don't know if, yeah it might be just as good so to remind everybody of the situation um we'll go through the individuals we had in our stable specifically but um there's myself there's fox and there's m seasoned fans sumo drop extraordinaire motherfuckers we're like yeah we got this down we got all our reasoning we've looked back over the last few bashos we've analyzed it we've got these logical thoughts go and all of us got buggered now fox's little girl erin genius the best methods of picking things and did extremely well and then hyper dude man who's been listening to the show for a, for a while now and obviously clearly just sapping all our amazing yeah, eating all of our expertise and yeah. just like yeah <laughs> yeah harvesting our goodness because what we ended up with is me at my worst performance ever 528 coming 396th place with 35 points both fox and m on joint 269th with 38 points Aaron is uh got uh, 40 points so 198 mostly because i think or or, or falling out was a bit of a frustration yeah have a deep man in 14th place with 47 points Unreal. so That's a huge jump as well <laughs> yeah it's impressive i've got to say i'm i'm i'm, I'm jealous obviously but well um, done hyper dude well done hyper dude yeah. it's uh it's fair play it's uh yeah. i'm guessing he didn't pick a uh, mr kumi <laughs> no <laughs> no he picked terranofuji or takakesho obviously yeah. which no, i don't know what i was thinking i must admit terranofuji again we, we were so hesitant i think all of us because we're like yeah he's in a lot of pain and he's been struggling and yes okay he's been performing admirably but he hasn't won the bar show since november so yeah is he a smart gamble turns out the answer is yes will he be again next month don't bloody know but let's go through who we had in our stable fox do you want to go first of the five you had and your general just give him like a locker room talk. Give him a t- talking down saying what, what were you thinking? <laughs> give him the, the hairdryer treatment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll I'll start with the, the lower-ranked dudes um, because, mm. th- to be fair, they did pretty well. Um, mm. It was difficult to know what, what to expect, as we say. It's always a bit potluck when you're picking the lower, the, the lower rung of the... Uh, of, of the Makuchi because uh, again like we were saying at the very very first episode of this Basho do you pick somebody who's been demoted down because they'll possibly perform well against lower competition or do you pick somebody who's had a really good jury or who's been promoted because they might mm-hmm. be on a on a trailblaze like Abby was a couple of Bashos ago you never quite know which way to go with it yeah. um, so I went with uh, Nishikigi uh, for one of my first yep. picks, and he did pretty well. He got his catchy koshi today, so I was really happy with that for him. Um, he got he, he finished on eight seven, um, and you know it's 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 a, it's reasonable. If I could have all my fighters winning, you know, finishing with a KK, I'd be pretty, I'd be happy enough, you know, even if they just scraped by compared to getting trounced like a couple of them did, yeah. which we'll get onto. Um, I think one of my star players, um, well, without a doubt, because the points speak volumes, is a Midori Fuji. I thought he did yeah. fantastic in general. He was incredible. He did incredible. He did a solid he, performance throughout, I thought. He really, really was. He finished on 9-6 in the end. Um, and it's one of those things where it's always kind of, he's always going to struggle against 
certain competitors uh, a bit like Enor used to because of his size. Yeah. Uh, he's a short dude. I think he's only 5'7", you know, um, Adori Fuji. So it's yeah. like, he's, he's short and he, today he was up against arguably the, well, the biggest currently in the Basho because Ichinojo, I think he's the tallest throughout, but he's, he's injured at the moment. Um, well, he was up against Tochinoshin today and Tochi has had a pretty damn good basho, in fact. I think he finished with a KK as well. So he did, he, yeah. Yes. Second time. Eight seven, I believe, yeah. He was on eight seven. So both guys mm. were on eight seven. Uh, were on eight going into this. Um eight wins going into this. Um and it's you know, it's it's one of those things where uh, Tochi's kind of like you know what he's like. He 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 tends to go for that thing like uh, Toronto Fuji does, where he he, he relies on his sheer strength to pick his opponent up and walk them out of the ring. Um, and yeah. he, it's it's what I was expecting to possibly happen to Midori Fuji because let's be honest, picking up somebody who's as small and as light as Midori Fuji compared to his he's the standard of opponents in terms of size. I thought yeah. he would be just picked up and walked out instantly. But nah, yeah. man, what a battle it was. And fair play yeah, to both. it was good. Fair Such a good match. Really impressed. I think he was possibly, oh, it's a tricky one to toss up, but I think he was possibly my star player from my, uh, from my oh, stable. Okay. Um, Which is interesting because he's only Maigashira 16. So I'd, I'd be interested to see where he gets uh, put next Basho. Yeah, yeah, and I'll be very honest, I probably won't pick him next Basho. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, he's he stays great. where he is and he'll do fine, or he might go a little too high and struggle a bit. So it all comes yeah. down to what what he's placed at, and if he's going to end up yeah. something like twelfth, eleventh, tenth, around mm. that. I mean, when you're finishing nine six, you'd expect a probably bit. It, it's difficult to know because it depends what all the moving and shaking yeah. happens. But at a guess, he might bump up three or four spaces in in the, in the Mega Shira. So it's it's difficult to know. But providing he doesn't move too high, I'd be definitely tempted to pick him again, hundred percent. But yeah. it purely depends on whether or not he's in the bottom rung or he's in the next rung up. Yeah. If we're going to go by catchy clash rules, um, Takiyasu absolute flat as a fart for me. This uh, this oh, yeah. this basho, considering our expectations of what he was doing last basho, um, I don't know what happened. I've got no explanation. He just looked, mean, couldn't be I'm, fucked. <laughs> Magashira one position. It's that cursed position. It's where they're up against all of the all of the really high. Rikishi and yeah I think people in Magashira 1 and 2 usually struggle but actually it looks like Magashira 2 did amazing this time instead but that's true. I'll, I'll, I'll come Takiyasu back to that when I get to, just... to my stable because god mm. with Takiyasu where, where was he I'm trying to remember before he was ranked 1 what was his position before that Oh, can you remember? Question. I think he was five or six I'm just going to check mm-hmm. yeah I know he's let you do that because I was, it's that interesting thing. Five or six. You, it shouldn't, in theory, considering you've got fifteen fights, it shouldn't be that different mm. to your positioning of one or two. Because of you're still pretty much fighting. You know, if you if you, if the focus is of the people who are around you, you're still fighting realistically the similar batch, the same kind of mm. batch of fighters, ish, mm-hmm. ish. Um, yeah. but. I wonder if it's just the mental pressure of the of 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 the potential of I need to perform well here because I might get up to I might get knocked up to Komasubi a seki. Uh, or yeah, it might be a bit of that pressure on top, and maybe you you're fighting more elite fighters at a different part a different part in the actual basho. 
um, you know, a different day when you're less or more warmed up or whatever it might be. There's a, there's a lot of different things to that place in it, but to fall from grace into into finishing six nine, uh, mm. poor poor Basho. Yeah. Um, I'll jump from there to uh, the other the other boy. Oh, being uh, Wakataka Kake, we mentioned him earlier. Another strong finish with a nine six. I'll have that. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Any time in my fight is a, a performer, I always want them to hopefully end, if possible, with double figures because that just yeah. seems to be the, the golden ladder rung, doesn't it? You know, I was you really got the... hoping he would get it as well because I think he is now, now he's Sekowaki, he's gunning to be Ozeki and prove yeah. himself. And obviously, yeah. you need at least, you know, three Bashos getting double figures before they'll mm-hmm. even consider you, usually. I know, and there's a spot at the moment as mm. well, and you just assume that based on his form, he's nearly there, but not quite. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one because the only other person who performed well as Basho, um, who well ranked, if you like, was Daesho. And again, but that's a couple of spots away. You know, he's he's yeah. kind of uh, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. But Waka did fantastic. I thought it was a bloody brilliant battle with Abby today. By the way, mm. um, yes, I, I'm yeah, really disappointed. I'm disappointed for Abby that he didn't get his KK because I feel like he's struggling at the moment, the last couple of Bashos. Um, he hasn't been to that sort of high-level form, the the fast and furious style that he brought to the table when he shot to the top. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a bit disappointed from that he didn't get his KK. I would have liked to have seen that, but obviously, you know, at the same time, I'm pretty happy he didn't because it meant Wacker got his 9-6. So, yeah. One of those ones, but um, yeah, we need to find out what the Born Arrow Award was. <laughs> I <laughs> did find out. So, okay, here we go. Two things. First of all, um, Takayasu was Maegashira seven east, so he left up quite a bit. But then you know he was in the final; he oh. almost won, so that makes sense. Ah, okay, the Bow and okay. Arrow thing is a bit of a weird one. It's mostly tradition, by the way. It's not actually an award. So on the final day, because Tamawashi got it last time round, if you're in the last three matches, because you're considered some of the most important bouts of the day, you get a ceremonial. Series of arrows. Uh, it's like, oh, okay. Like, is it for oh. like, if you win or lose? How many won already? It doesn't matter. It's like just for taking part at this point. It's like, oh, it's a little gift bag, basically. But is it basically it. A, a taking part award? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Best attitude okay. award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nicest hair. <laughs> so like when you go to the Oscars and you just get given a bag of goodies for turning up, that kind of thing. Yeah. Pretty much. Go. Pretty much. It's like you happen to be in the instead m- of a Rolex, you get arrows. Like get an arrow. Yeah. There you go. You're, yeah, you're in the spotlight, so here you have some arrows. It looks cool. Like It does look cool. It's like cool, cool. the papers are here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beauty. Well, yeah, I hope he put his arrows to good use. He, um, he, uh, he fully deserves them, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, he, he had a cracking basho, um, mm. as, as we said before. So, yeah, both him and Midori Fuji finished on 9-6, with the, which were the two highest finishes with, for me. Uh, Mita Kimuni absolutely, absolutely let the side down. I was not expecting that from him. Takayasu was more kind of like it. It was a shame that he fell from grace, but he wasn't exactly, you know, really on one of my before he, before the previous Basho. He wasn't really on my radar of somebody I was going to really want to mm. select all the time. And it's no offense to him; it's just that he hadn't really stood out Ooh. as a consecutive winner. So the last Basho. He performed really well, um, and this time round he fell from grace a bit. Whereas with Mitakumi, it was more of a more of a shock that he performed so poorly. Yeah, um, just a bad basho. Six ninety I mean, finished on. Yeah, he didn't do as bad as an, as uh, 
another Ozekia showed oh, yeah. did he? Oh, so geez, he wasn't know. the worst of the Ozekis. He wasn't but... the worst of the worst, but <laughs> but it um, hard. and and he got. I mean. And the other factor is as well that um, the reality is he is th- theoretically to blame, if you want to use that word, I think it's a harsh term, but whatever, mm-hmm. theoretically to blame for the um, the, the way that the, the Basho ended. Uh, Toreno Fuji absolutely yeah. bullied him out. It, it wasn't even a, it yeah. was barely a competition for him. It was barely a fight. And yeah. that uh, you, you just expect more, at least put up a bit of a battle in the last one. But I suppose last day, you're six nine. You're not getting your KK. Just get out of there before Toronto Fuji hurts you. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. it's not worth the fight on my own. I'm not saying that because it's like because it there's money and stakes and pride and honor and stuff. But it's like, yeah, but his zest um, wasn't there. He performed like Ichinojo uh, does when he can't be asked. It was yeah, one of those kind exactly. of phoned in, can't be asked. Um, yeah. You know, nothing, nothing a sketch. Just as soon as he, as soon as they locked up Toronto Fuji, he looked strong. And you could tell Mitty was like, ah, I just haven't got it in us. Like, yeah. I, just, ah, yeah. I can't fight this. I, Definitely. He probably went in hoping that Fuji was going to slip up or something. You never know, but it, yeah. wasn't, it just wasn't happening. Um, so, yeah, they were mine anyway. Nishik- Nishikiki, Midori Fuji, Takayasu, Watakakage, and uh, Mizukiyumi. So, big shout out to Wakataka and uh, Nishi. Well, actually, Midori Fuji. Uh, mm. A thumbs up to Nishikiki as well for putting in a, a, a fight for us. Um, expected more from Takumi and uh, Takayasu and an honourable mention very very quickly as well to mm-hmm. the guy who I said I believed at the beginning of this basho was possibly going to be a dark horse to win this yeah. um, and he performed bloody well and I'm absolutely gutted I only he only caught my attention after I'd already submitted my squad was uh, Daesho he yeah. finishes yeah. on 11-4 what a, what a so basho he's had man. yeah uh, and like, weirdly yeah. enough, I did a very similar thing uh, where I was like um, looking who to pick, and I was like, "Oh, Sad Nomi. Oh no, no, no! Sad Nomi had his—he uh, buggered his leg recently." And I was going to give Okuna Omi, and I was like, "Shit! Shit! I picked the wrong one." It yeah, like, it's fine. Well, with that <laughs> it's issue, it's more, more a case of that he, he just hasn't really sort of stood out for me as of recent, like of no. previous mm. shows. He's, he's done all right, but isn't you know. When you're looking at people surrounding him before you start a basho and you're looking at people, what was the previous result? All mm. oh, right, they're in the double figures. Okay, they got yeah. 11 and 12. You, you, can't, you can't ignore that when there's such a small group to choose from at the top end. Um, big shout out to Ayama as well because I grief him every single basho <laughs> about just being bloody useless. Him, Tochi Nojo and Ichi Nojo always get grief from me only yeah. because... I'm fond of the big dudes and yeah, they're the yeah. biggest and I expect the world from them. <laughs> That's yeah. fair because they are really... He showed up. Yeah, he yeah. showed yeah. up and you know what? He gets my absolute respect for his performance as Basho. Mm. Like, Definitely absolute agree. respect. I think in terms of the, the whole Basho, in terms of who I think stepped up the plate, um, Daesho obviously, but I um, uh, I think he was my... Mm. He was my favourite to watch this basho because he, there was almost, the reason why, and I'll tell you why, for the first time in a long, long time, it looked like he actually believed in himself. It looked yeah, like yeah. He, had a, he had a swagger about him and it looked like he truly believed he was capable and he looked pissed off when he lost a couple of fights and that's what I want to see. 
I want to see somebody who's annoyed with themselves when they thought they could have done better. And when they know they've potentially thrown it away, there was, a, I think it was, it was a day, I want to say maybe 12 or 13, whichever one it was, he lost one of them and he thought, I've, I've screwed it here. Um, and it was a look on his face of like, you know, annoyance with himself. But then he I bounced back and he's won a couple as well. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I think I, think I did bring up that match. Because yeah, yeah, right. he went up against Ura and he looked so angry. He looked like he was just, at the end, he, yeah. he sort of pushed him as well. Like, yeah, yeah, there was that push, wasn't there? It was really, there? really, um, yeah, yeah, felt bad. Kind of thing, yeah, it was, it was on Wednesday. Like, get away from me. Kind of yeah, thing. it was on Wednesday. Yeah. He literally, he, he, he literally, Ura won and Aoyama pushed him. And yeah. his face was just immediately like, he looked like, I think I made a note. I said it, uh, he pushed him at the end and he was like, get the fuck off. Like, literally, that's what he looked like. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I'll completely agree. Sorry, I know I've just spouted for a long time. No, 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 no. That's good. That's um, good. But yeah, I am, you know, I th- he was my uh, sort of little golden child. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This this particular mm-hmm. Basho, I thought he did well. And mm-hmm. um, as I said, Ayesho as well. Just, mm-hmm. just yeah, I, superb. Gutted at I bit. do agree with that Ayesho thing because I was also, I was just debating him as well at one point. But, um, I don't know if you guys think the same, but I wonder if it's going to be next Basho, Daesho and Abby are just going to switch places. Ooh, Unless mid. they're going to yeah. put Abby down a bit further. But We'll, 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 come, we'll come to predictions in a minute, because I, yeah. I think there's a lot we can talk about that way. Cause I'm, oh, yeah, of cause course. It's, it's the key point where we end up saying, like, who we like. Is it, will you pick them, though? Like, no, nah, I'm not going to pick them. Um, <laughs> so, um, who's, who's your current stem? What happened with your stem? Because obviously you and Fox oh, had the same God. result for different people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a few different people. Um I'm just I'm going to rather than go in order of, you know, from from, you know, their their position, I'm just going to go through mm. who did the worst first. Oh, the was, sad boys yeah. to the happy boys. Got yeah, it. because because the sad boys for me were were um, Oho and Takayasu and they were both on six and nine and they were my only two to not get their uh, catchy <laughs> And as we've just discussed, Takayasu, man, just so frustrating. Um, really difficult and also mm. um i don't think i would have gone back and not chosen oho so i i can't really you know it's only myself to blame for picking him now i think i was just thinking oh he's come off the back of you know um rising up suddenly and i just i just thought oh, i'll take a chance like that like we were saying earlier it's like do you take a chance on someone that's only just come up or relatively recently from jurio who's got that fire under them to just you know storm through that bottom megashira um, but unfortunately, it was not his time this passion. <laughs> um, and I kept finding myself rooting for for other people in his in his rung, as he said, like Aoyama was one of them. And I usually I'm not a big fan of Aoyama, but I was like, oh, he was just so impressive. And then obviously you had Sadanumi in that same <laughs> same bit with Oho, and you're like, what is this? Um, everyone else is just outperforming him. Um, well, other than uh, a few of them, obviously. <laughs> Kotaku's can on his two and thirteen score at the end. He's definitely yeah, backed up as a Jurio for sure. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, it's interesting. Um, I don't think I would have changed it. Weirdly enough, I think I wouldn't have expected the results to have gone the way they've gone. So, um, but yeah, so he he was a bit rubbish for me in the end, and as as was Takayasu. But I'm, I won't I won't go into Takayasu anymore because I think we've 
pretty much. We all, all three of us picked Takayasu, didn't we? So we've all got... Oh, I've still got time to say that. We'll get back to So that. we're all like <laughs> piling on him. So I've, I'll, I'll leave that for Matt to finish piling on uh, Takayasu. He'll be, seven, he'll be seventh next Basho, so that's fine. We'll, yeah. we'll just pick him again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go I on. mean, he's a big guy. He can take us all, you know, bashing him. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so then I think my next, um, my next performing one, not one I was expecting to be, you know, <laughs> one up from or oh, two points up from those two was Takakesho. And I did that thing where I was like, you know what? I- I'm not gonna pick Terana Fuji. I'm not gonna pick Mitakumi. Definitely not picking Shodai. I knew that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, pick Takakesho. Maybe he maybe, just maybe <laughs> he was uh coming back from that cuddle ban where he just, you know, just edged out of it last time. Um but unfortunately no he he performed better. Um, he got his kachikoshi. He didn't he? Didn't hit double figures. He didn't even get to nine. He got eight and seven. This is a standard. standard um, I don't think he performed particularly badly. I think he had a couple of like, you know, there was a match where he he thought he had it and he just the momentum pushed him out. And you know, I just a couple of times where I felt like, oh, damn it, like it yeah. really close. So I don't think he performed particularly badly but he's not performing at a Zeki level for sure no. like there's no way I mean I'll be honest um the free Ozeki at the moment Takakesho is the only one that got his Kachikoshi and he only just got it so that's abysmal that's like so bad <laughs> the yeah. Ozeki should all be in double figures the same you know what I mean it's just it's bizarre and you've got like people on the rung down as we mentioned like Wakatakakage and Daesho doing much better <laughs> and it's like and they're eager for it they want that ozeki spot you can't get complacent when you're an ozeki you, you have to just keep on it and just keep being consistently good and to have like bashos that that like we've had where takakesho only just got it through the skin of his teeth this time and last time barely you know getting out of cattleban and then having shodai go out of cattleban and then going straight back into it again next tournament it's like this is just it's terrible. It's so it's really odd. Bad. It's such an odd psychological. It's got to be purely psychological. And this is my take on it very, very quickly mm. with the Ozeki and, and Seki and Komasubi situation. Mm-hmm. Because they're all fighting exactly the same opposition. Yeah. At that at that level, you know, mm-hmm. give yeah, or take yeah. one or two, maybe push. But they're all fighting the Yoko. They're all fighting the, the top sort of 10 megas. Uh, and it's just... Like when when they're smashing it as a Komi or a Seki, and you just expect and and you know they're they're fighting for that Azeki spot, and then they start performing poorly as we've seen a few times now. It's like yeah. they're smashing it at that level, but then then they start really tripping themselves over at Azeki. Pressure, isn't it? It's, it's the pressure. pressure. It has to be the pressure yeah, yeah. of the sniff of your core positioning around mm. the corner at some point in the future, and maybe what we don't see in terms of the pressure from the house the stable the pressure yeah. from the um the referee the, the you know the the, the basically the, the the main men who uh, are yeah, yeah. the judges and, and the higher ups the higher chiefs yeah. association absolutely yeah, mm. i wonder if there's just their expectation the amount of pressure and the amount of whatever's just stuff getting into your head yeah um, when you're at zeki level that you maybe don't see here or smell <laughs> when yeah, you're uh, I've got no idea but there's mm. something up there where there's a sudden change 
and it's just happened one too many times now where Ozeki's who have yeah. been performing really well at Komi Yoseki, like yeah. smashed it really well, go to Ozeki and they, they, they can't tie their own shoes. Yeah. And just, I mean, on, part of me also thinks that uh, you saying that has just made me go, well, yeah, I wonder if also, you know, the higher the rank you get, the more prestige you get. I wonder if you get more media slots and you've got more like um appointments to keep and like you know when they go and do things for like festivals and they have to like you know so I wonder if it's like they have to do a lot more so their responsibility also goes up as well which means they don't have as much time as they would have had previously potentially to to train um so I don't know maybe there's something that maybe there's something in it and it's like in order to be an Ozeki you need to be able to still perform at that level while also being able to keep up with all of your like engagements and everything else going on um yeah. because yeah they do have a lot of um, appearances uh quite a lot as well and often it's the the higher um ranks that have those apart from the occasional you know lower lower ranks that are always like favorites and things that end up in commercials and all sorts but but yeah i wonder if that's that could be a a, a potential reason why they've mm. just been atrocious <laughs> of late you know because really there's no other it? word for it there's no other yeah it's it's bizarre yeah um especially because it's been all of them like they've all been <laughs> and That's and, yeah. and even what even when they cycle through like not just the current three but you know the ones that have been there recently i'm like it's just what is going on um so yeah interesting um i wonder if there's so, a knock-on effect in the in the in the stable house i wonder if what else mm-hmm. is happening at the moment like i wonder yeah. Once they get promoted to Ezeki, I'm really intrigued to know what the changes are within in terms of, you know, the rotor of things that happens in the house, whether the training yeah. hours change, whether the yeah. the diets change, whatever. I just Something I'll probably never know, but mm. I'm curious to know if there is a change because of the reputation, the respect that goes with it. And as you say, maybe all of those other media commitments, now there's a massive, because of that or whatever there may be, what, what other, you know, outside of uh, competing um, things that they have to take on, such as media appearances, like you said, Emma, um, the, the knock-on effect on the training schedule because of that, because the time is taken up by other things all of a sudden. Um, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that was that was just a thought I just had off the back of your thing. I was it's like, good. actually, yeah, very mm. good point that it could be. Um, so, yeah, I've kind of, where I was up to? Oh, yeah. So I was talking about how terrible... <laughs> well, he wasn't terrible. He got his kachikoshi as acceptable. Uh, he for for an Ozeki, he did terrible then. Yes, he did. Um, so now the two of mine that did well, um, my highest scorers. Unfortunately, no one I picked made it to double figures. Same. Um, but the two <laughs> that I picked that did the best got the same score, and it is the brothers Waka Takakage and Wakamoto Haru. Yeah. So um, Wakamoto Haru, obviously, uh, Maegashira six. He's the uh, elder, bro- oldest brother, isn't he? I think of, of there's quite a few he's of the brothers, <laughs> but he's he's the eldest. And then Waka Takakage, obviously, with his amazing performance last basho um winning that winning it entirely um i don't think a nine six is that bad to be honest because as we were saying earlier when you go and you win a tournament quite often the next time that you're you're up and you you've you've got to perform again you've got that extra pressure looming over you of like you won the tournament last time there is expectation on you there is pressure on you there is stress and anxiety and you're literally probably going through all of the emotions and having to also be on your game and just perform and I think considering 
all of that to have come out of this with a nine six I'll be honest I'm I'm not I'm not disappointed I think he did great and um long may it continue because I really would love to see what he's like at Ozeki level um obviously I don't think he's going to get promoted just yet but I feel like I want him to get a few uh, a few more tournaments where he gets some some double figures and I don't know I might still pick him next next tournament I'm I'm still I'm still on that whacker train still at the believe. moment yeah of course fair. <laughs> um and it, yeah and uh Haru also doing great um for, for where he is as well he, you know he performed pretty well that everyone else in his particular um rung on the Maegashira 6 to 10 that particular one um I think he performed yeah equally alongside Okonumi uh, the, the best um mm. so yeah I think I'm really impressed with him and he's had some great matches th- this Basho as well I, I remember I keep picking him quite often in my in my highlights and that's mm. not because I'm picking him because he's one of my one of my picks it was because genuinely his matches have been really interesting. And the same with his brother, Wakatakage. Like, just impressive sumo. You know, when they're really performing, they perform really well. Um, so, yeah, uh, the Waka brothers for me are my top two. And so, yeah, that was, that was my picks. And as you can see, it didn't do me too well. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it was uh, Takayasu letting me down and, and Oho, sadly. I think maybe I'll approach the next tournament with a bit more caution and maybe not choose an up and comer and might go for an old hat in that particular in that particular yeah. run on the on the Bansuke. But we'll see. We'll see what the Bansuke is like next time because that will obviously inform everything. Um but yeah, how about you, Matthew? Um, <laughs> Who's gotta have a talking to in your in your stable? <laughs> Fucking all of them. Um so... <laughs> You I'll never come below me and Fox. I, I don't, and this isn't me. This isn't me like boasting because it's not. It is, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm just picking out names from a hat. And you get lucky sometimes. Sometimes you read the tea leaves and it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But this was bad. This was very bad. Um, so just I'm gonna run through them very quickly. Chiataru on eight and seven. That's fine for a Mike Shira thirteen. It's okay. He did fine. He did his first. Got his first Kachikoshi in, as I said, an entire year. So I'm like, good. You did. Fine, yeah. sit down. You'll probably climb up maybe a couple of points in, in the Banske next month. Great, go for it. You've done yeah. all right. It's fair, isn't it? Then I've got uh, Kotoshoho, and I'm so frustrated. Kotoshoho is fine. He's pretty decent. I picked him um, a bash, uh, yeah, last bash, in fact, I believe. And he just struggled. Once he lost his footing sort of midweek, he just couldn't keep that momentum and the pace. Ended up on a 6-9. That's not awful for Maegashira 9. It's okay. It's it's disappointing that he didn't get... Uh, he got his Makakoshi and didn't get more wins and losses. 6-9 isn't a complete drubbing, but it's also not good. Now, I could deal with that if my upper three were performing properly. <laughs> if, uh, if they were doing the job, they would have carried me and it wouldn't matter. So, Wakatakage, as M has said, as, as Fox has said, 9 and 6... That's okay for a commas for a, sorry for a Sakawaki. It's a little low, but then to be fair, usually you'd be up against some fucking hungry and really powerhouse Ozeki and a Yokozuna or two. You know, to get that kind of figure, you'd be like, yes, fantastic. He's got a bright future ahead of him. And similarly, I, I, I'm quite proud of Wakatakakagi. I think he did good. And and equally with that pressure from the last Basho in March, he he still got through commendably. 
great. Right, now we talk about Takayasu and Matakumi. So, <clears throat> Takayasu, um, the couple of points he got to get to 6-9, two of them I don't think he really even deserved um, mm-hmm. because he fumbled them. Somebody sort of half fell over at one point. He got like a slap down at the last second. It wasn't like he won definitively half of those points. And I'm like, this is bad because in 2017, he was an Ozeki. So he's not like some sort of, he's not doing a, a an an Abi or a, or an Ura or a Wakamoto Haru where he's climbing up the ranks slowly. He's been there. He needs to go. It's like Tochinoshin. He used to be an Ozeki. You're like, what are you doing? If you're too old, you're not going to be. Yeah, because if, if, you're, if you're not there and you want to retire, maybe that makes sense. Sometimes you can be, oh, I can fight back, because that's how Terra Fuji got to Yokozuna. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, Takayasu, um, shockingly disappointed. I think I think he basically gave up. I think he was going through the motion, that autopilot in his head. We obviously all talked about this, the idea that he just did that lumbering thing. The, the, the thing that Em and I always know about Takayasu is, he tends to be quite slow and methodical. He'll think his yep. things through. He'll draw a match out intentionally. He'll, he'll go from the tachiago and then grab you by the mawashi and stay there for ages. Yeah, and he just wins out through stamina, right? And he waits. Yeah, yeah. Not a single sign of that. He's he just lost <laughs> his ruddering. He's all over the shop. Very disappointing. But as we said, also, you probably tumble down to a Maiga Shira Seven. Better placement. Who knows? Mm, he might perform now, much better next basho. Maybe, because we said about the Maigashira 1 and 2 positions being cursed, and I was like, yeah, usually, because the the Sekiwaki and the Komusubi are so strong, which this time, yeah, not bad at all. They're okay, functioning fine. They did the better top, than the Ozekis. That's the thing, top four. Now, obviously, you're, um, Taren, on paper, the final match of the final day is the Yokozuna versus an Ozeki. You're like, yes, and it's all to play mm-hmm. for. Of course it is, of course it is. That's exactly how you want it to end up. It's like, yeah, but it didn't actually look like that three days ago. It wouldn't have meant anything. You know, you would, it wouldn't have looked like Terran Fuji was going to get there. He he did well once he found his footing. He did great, in fact. But it wasn't mm-hmm. the it wasn't Mitekiyumi in that final bout, as it were. He was just an obstacle to be overcome. And Mitekiyumi, we said this at the start of the year, that it was going to be the year of finding new Ozeki. And I was convinced that Shodai and Takakesha would both go down and get, not just not just Kadoban, they would get removed from the rank of Ozeki. That they, and it would be a good thing for them. That would give them a bit of a wake-up call, like, you guys need to change whatever it is you're doing. And it's your weight-classing stuff, your, your move set, your attitude, but do something to get back to that rank and really push yourself mm. because you're a little too comfortable going up and down, up and up and down. Um, and both of them save themselves by the skin of the teeth. And this time around, it's like, yeah, I don't know how long it's going to last. And when I went through this in, I think, January, about all the really important steps you have to take and how many victories you need and how many points and how difficult it is for the council to get you to an Ozeki and just because you win this doesn't mean that, blah, blah, blah. And then in March, oh, by the way, Mitekiyumi is now an Ozeki. It's like, what? I mean, fair play to yeah. me, fantastic, but, but what? That was too fast. And I think they rushed it because yeah. last Basho in March, he wasn't even a contender to win the damn thing. It was between... You know, um, and, and, and you know, with the Yokozuna being put out with injury, he should have had a clear, straight shot to win. Um, and this time round, again, not even a contender, and he's now Kadoban. And I'm like, yeah, I think they were so eager. Him. Yeah, they they really pushed it too fast. Um, and I don't know what that means for for July, 
Um, we'll talk about that in a second. But um, I was just shocking disappointed. Because again, if Itake Asu, Wakataka Kage, and Mitake Yumi were performing like they were a couple of months ago, it would be an entirely different story. And I think, by the way, that whole joint to us on 269th, joint 396th, I think a lot of people thought the same way because those numbers dipped off fast because, you know, it was like, well, obviously these are the logical choices. Um, I will say, though, in a completely, you know, uh, sympathetic devil's advocate kind of way, they're people. They're not machines. To keep yeah. that kind of momentum going all the time, and as, as Fox said, what's it like behind closed doors? Are you um, changing up your routine, your eating stuff? Do you, do you have different responsibilities inside or outside the, the, the stable? And another thing, which I know it sounds like it's old hat now, but we really can't undersell COVID because a couple mm. of months ago, uh, what was it? What, uh, a quarter, if not half, of the entire association got COVID in one go, mm -hmm. and that can affect their performance. And on top of that, they still can't train properly. They still yeah. can't do what they usually do and circle through things and fight, face up against other stables, you know, and try and train with each other to get better and stronger. You're only facing the same people over and over and over again, which means you're going to get a bit rusty and familiar. And at the same time, um, uh, who's it like uh, Ichinojo for example Ichinojo got COVID that's why he's not in this whole basho he was clear yeah. roughly about the time we could have started but they didn't want to take any chances so there's still that pressure there's still that psychological mm. mental strain there constantly like this isn't normal season stuff so I think that's why we're seeing non-normal results as well yeah, yeah. sure and, and it's like what, yeah exactly and it's like what Terra Nafuji said in his speech about the fact he was saying that that having the crowd there now in full almost practically full capacity versus yeah. how it has been that really really you know that can affect your performance because if you've got a crowd that's there and they've got the energy and they're trying to they, you know they're well, there to support you you know yeah. your performance is going to be you know well i presume much better or alternatively if you've not been used to it because of covid and you've had all these like very quiet mm -hmm you know, quiet well, um, audiences. They're still, then, they're still not a normal yeah. audience because they're told, and, and Em and I would always comment on this, there'll, there'll be people around with signs saying, put your mask on. And they're very restricted about it because they want to keep the numbers up. It's still 87% max for the people in attendance. And on top of all that, you still have, you mm. can't sing the national anthem. You can't, I mean, people obviously go, oh, okay, so you react, you can't not, but you're still encouraged to be quiet. That's true, but they have been a bit more animated lately. I mean, I know, I remember a point... Yeah. So and I was just going to say, I just I was just reminded me that the other day, or I think on Saturday, um, the crowd were clapping before Sadanumi and yeah. Daishu's, um, yeah, match. That was cool. But they weren't just like clapping. They were doing that proper like in time pow, thing. Pow, doom, pow, doom, pow. Doom, yeah, like, yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, this is exciting. Like it made it really exciting. And I'm like, we've not had that in such a long time is why. So, yeah, it's, it's it. I don't know. That could be a real. Um, you know, that could be a signifier as to why they've not been performing. Yeah. Maybe they they need point. that. But yeah. Well, I mean, in pro wrestling, people feed off that energy, right? You feed off the crowd. Yeah. A heel or a, or a face needs that thing to make it more of a. I think it's the a lot of during COVID times before a lot of restrictions were lifted uh, with American wrestling stuff, and I know Japan has similar pro wrestling things. It's like when you're doing a lot of your performance and the matches and things. And the crowd isn't there to feed off. It just happens. It's entirely different energy. And you introduce them slowly and surely. But even then, it's still a weird disconnect. It really is. It's even more so because a lot of the time during that COVID period, especially with the, with certain wrestling promotions at the WWE, they set up 
some really bizarre digital thing where they set up something oh, like did, four, yeah. five thousand TV screens around the arena. Oh gosh, yeah. And then people were watching, like, and you could see their faces, which that was just odd. Yeah. And people were getting kicked off all the time for gestures and all sorts of stuff. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, but they were what they were what they were found out to be doing was uh, bleeding in loads of false crowd noise. Um, mm-hmm. So there was like loads of cheering when you could clearly see on the screens in the background that nobody was cheering at all. Just Whereas when, watching, a, yeah. when there's thousands of people in attendance, you know, they could be and you could, it's one of those things. But when there's only a few hundred, whatever screens around an arena and you can see the reactions on the faces and people aren't cheering and they're definitely not making the noise that equates to uh, a, a very full stadium or whatever, you know. Well, I mean, um, prime and example, it just makes me I mean, think, I would have, go on, sorry. sorry so you know, sorry, mate, you, you, you carry on, you carry on. Oh no! I was just going to say um, with the um, with the sumo, you know, it'd be funny if they started feeding in some uh, <laughs> some fake crowd noises. It's like oohs and ahs, completely off. Start doing it. Running around throwing their their cushions in when it goes wrong. <laughs> start, start booing the referee decisions and stuff. <laughs> the referees are wankers. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we know this full well. We, you know, respectively, uh, me and M and Fox and anyone else watching uh, the sumo, obviously because the fact we're in Britain or uh, wherever else we are in the world, and you're watching and thinking, this is great. And, you, and again, M's, M's classic, for she'll get the piss out of me sometimes because you're like, oh! And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, just get very animated. And that's great because we all love that. We're watching, like, you know, r- football, rugby, whatever it happens to be watching, you're drawn in. Yeah. But that's incomparable to being there on the day and yeah, feeling that energy and being around other people when you're drawn in by the crowd mentality it's 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 just indescribably different and that's i think that's what's here so yeah i can understand mm. it being you know it's like well you know we talking about the last um I'm, i think em said it maybe the last week or the week before i said this has been a really ridiculous mental basho and em said you've said that every single time right <laughs> True. Yes. Um, but yeah, let's let's look ahead. Let's talk about our um, uh, our predictions, our reaction. Because we talk about like, oh, so and so did really well. Like, you know, Fox saying Aoyama's great. It's like, yeah, but do you think he's going to keep that up? And obviously, we can't tell until the bandscape comes out. That is genuinely, as you both said, a really important thing. You can say what you like, but when you yeah. see who's in what place, you go, actually, you know what? It's not going to work out for me this time around, as as we felt this time around. So, um, yeah, let's look ahead. What do we think for for next next basho in July in Nagoya? Mm. Well, do you want to go first, Em? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's an interesting one because I also am going to have to look into if any of the uh, rikishi that are in the next basho in Nagoya are actually from Nagoya or the surrounding prefectures because oh, actually, weirdly home, enough, home stretch kind of thing. yeah, weirdly enough, sometimes that can have an effect on on their performance because obviously if they've got a home crowd... Um, Positively and negatively. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I tend to find that quite often it can it can really, really help them. So it would be interesting. I'm going to have to have a, a bit of, do a bit of research um, before the Nagoya uh, basho. Um, so yeah, that that's my first point on that. And in terms of like predictions and what I think for the for the next bar show, um, it's a weird one, as we've already said. I mean, I'm still gonna be, I, I think hands down, even I don't I don't even 
care who he's up against within whichever Wakataka Kage, I'm still picking him because I'm I'm so there for him um on his sort of like journey to Ozeki. Like I think it's a case of when, not if at the moment. So just want him to keep performing and keep doing that and I, I don't know what it is I just I clearly I just like like this family but I'm also going to keep rooting for Wakamoto uh, Haru so I feel like those two are probably my only guaranteed picks uh next Basho and for um, everyone I else see this right now Imogen. yeah there's not a single active sumo at the minute it seems who was born in Nagoya tons from ah. Chiba and Kagawa and uh, Kagawa-san Kagawa um, and obviously Tokyo and various bits of pieces and Kagoshima and Saitama, especially in tons, tons from Mongolia. Ishikawa is a big one for some reason, um, yeah. but none from Nagoya. So maybe there oh. won't be any sort of home. Fine, then that, won't, then that won't even come into it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I always like to try and keep an eye on that because sometimes. No, it's a, it's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, especially, I know a lot of the the um, Rikishi from the Kansai region. So whenever it's an Osaka, they tend to do better than they usually do when they're um, yeah. in Tokyo. Um, but yeah, so for me, as I said, the only two uh, are the Waka brothers, as I'm going to call them now. <laughs> <laughs> I now want to see some kind of image of them both as like the Mario brothers now. Or oh, sponsor, <laughs> get a t- Timmy Mallerton as the manager to do Waka Day. <laughs> oh, Brilliant. Oh, some listeners are going to be like, what the hell are they on? <laughs> don't search that. <laughs> no, do yeah. not. You can, don't worry. Do not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's the 90s, but it's not the worst part of the 90s. It's just very, very <laughs> colourful. <Just weird. laughs> yeah, most of the 90s have been banned now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's one of the reason. remaining few. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for now. So yeah. um, with, with, with mine, what, I, what I'm going to suggest is that I believe that well, as we mentioned briefly earlier, uh, Kagiaki is probably going to get demoted down to oh, Jiri. Yeah. He will. He actually will because I think it was the match that he had um, today or it's yesterday. It, was, yeah. it yeah. was a thing where I think the commentators were saying, right, if he loses this, he's going straight to Jurio. And there's, he has there to. Always. Yeah. 6 9. And then uh, Kota Kuzan as well. He's an M17 mm-hmm. and he's on 213. Mm-hmm. He has to go down. Yeah, um, there's no two ways about it. Nah. So, so we can say goodbye to those two. Um, Ishura obviously didn't compete. He's an M16, so I imagine he'll keep his space. It'll be nasty to Probably. assume that he's he's going to mm. be demoted, even though he didn't compete. He might um, be at the bottom, right? He might just drop down the one rank, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, they'll probably keep him up there. Um, trying to think of who the other M16 is at the moment. Oh, he did. What was it? Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji, of course. So there's, oh, yeah. you know, he, he'll be laughing. Um, I think. In terms of who performed really poorly, who will be knocked down the pecking order, who might end up having a better performance, hopefully next Basho, based on them being lower down the card, if you catch my drift. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm expecting more from Takara Fuji. He was an M7 yeah. this time around, yeah. lost 411, so you can only assume better things from him. And especially Hakota Fuji as well. He was an M3, oh, yeah. so I imagine he'll probably oh, end God, up as yeah, an M8 did... or something. He finished God, on 510. Yeah, it was a bad one. So he'll probably drop down to, I had a guess, maybe M12, M13 or something like that. Um, mm. Maybe. And you can only wish, only hope and assume. Sorry, he's on an M3, sorry. Um, it's Tretsu Yoshi who's on an M8, who's also yeah. finished from 510. But uh, Hakata Fuji is an M3. Um, it's not good enough. So you, you can only imagine that he'll probably take that M8 spot, <laughs> potentially, from yeah. Tretsu Yoshi. Um, it's a, it's a strange one. I think uh, that's who I'm hoping will do well. Shodai, 
he has to, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see uh, where well, he he'll be. It'll uh, be Cadoban, won't it, for him? So, yeah, yeah, he, yeah I know. So, with him, but with him just being on a Cadoban and then bouncing back from it, does he get given another Cadoban or is it like, nah, man? No, I think they going, give him think, one. It, it, is he? At, yeah. He's losing his rank. Is it definite? Because I wasn't oh, sorry, sure. Sorry, I thought. Just clarify, if he he's now Cardoban, meaning in in July he will be yeah. fighting for his rank. Yeah. There's no official rule, I think, that says you can be Cardoban and Ozaki and you know how many times you bounce back, back and, and forth. forth. You can keep yeah. doing it, basically. There's no yeah. penalisation as long as you perform well. Yeah. That being said, do we think Shodo is going to actually perform well this time around in July? No. Maybe he yeah. think he got lucky in March. Now I think rather than anything else. So yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think you're right. He scraped through, didn't he? Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if that was the case. I, I knew, obviously, like you were saying there, Emma, that um, he's got a caravan, which means he's got the next next basho to prove himself and not mm-hmm. be demoted. But I wasn't quite sure on how it worked based on the fact he's just sure. come off a caravan, you know. Um, interesting one. Interesting one. So, uh, yeah, he's goosed. Um, <laughs> and not sure was lucky that he was injured because he had a, well... Yeah, he finished on a on poor poor score as well. Yeah, yeah. But he got knocked out quite soon. Very didn't early he? on, so uh, it's hard to tell it is. if that score would have been reflective of what he would have been on. You know, um, absolutely. I yeah. think based on um, performances this time around, and who I would like to, um, it's a see because it's difficult because I don't know what positions they're going to be moving to. But if we're based on yeah. purely on the results this time and roughly where they're positioned at the moment, um, I would probably definitely agree, I'll agree with them. I'd definitely pick Wakataka Kage. He's he's just a definite at the moment in my stable. There's no two ways about it. Um, I don't want to jump the gun and say Daesho, but I definitely have to because I did that this time and yeah. he performed well. I think he might be promoted to Seki. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, because um, I think Abby's going to drop yeah. down. Like I it said, I think, to, gonna yeah. I think they're going to switch. I think they're going to switch. Abby will go to Komasubi. The question yeah. is, will they give Hoshoryu the Sekiraki? Because although he didn't do well number-wise, he is... Um, well, as we all know, uh, he should be on 9-6. So. Oh, oh, yeah, they might get so. you. They might get you. <laughs> Actually, that's a very good point. Because of the whole Hoshoryu um, judge bullshit... Where um, they Sunday, went through the mono, they, they, so they, they didn't even go to the monoe. Yeah, they didn't go to the monoe at all. They didn't even though it's very clear. Yeah, and it was like this is bullshit. Um, but specifically because of that, if we think about the ranking order, Wakatakakage is Sekiwaki East, and Abi is Sekiwaki West, which means Wakatakakage mm-hmm. is the higher ranking, and Hoshoryu is Komusubi West, uh, East, and Daisho is West. So if they just shuffle up, because despite the numbers, rank wise. Hoshoryu should slip into that higher Sekiwaki mm, position. Maybe it'll be, yeah, that, maybe it's Abi and Hoshoryu that switch rather than anything. But then what happens well, no, with I think Daesho might also go up as well to Komasubi East and then Abi mm. goes down to Komasubi West. Because I think they'll do it as a consultatory. Yeah, yeah Hoshoryu would have been on one point ahead of that because it's not actually um, an 8-7. It's literally almost categorically a 9-6 as well. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So I think they'll say, fair play, do it. Now, whether they do or not, I don't know, but that's what I can see happening. You've got to feel Very sorry good. a bit for um, Kirabiyama. Because, you know, he's on, he's on the oh, M2. Yeah. He'll, he'll get the M1. He'll get the dreaded M1 oh. spot. But well, he... there's, there's no spot for him above that at the moment. No. Because um, the, the other two commies are performing well. Um, he was before as well. He was Komasubi yeah, the previous he was, he slipped, show. Yeah. He dropped down. So 
it's really frustrating because yeah you're right um he might end up being uh Mike well, was up there as well for a while like last year is it because Emma always points out Takanosha is a dark horse he'll just like mm. oh yeah him oh shit <laughs> yeah. yeah it's true absolutely that um yeah it's it's difficult to call at the moment um I know who I definitely won't be picking but I think in terms mm-hmm. of who you're picking it just purely depends on where they're placed I think um lower down the ranks um I think Ichi Yamamoto is always a is a good shout he's, he's probably going to jump from he's probably going to stay around the M15 M14 mark because he, he got his 8-7 so he might perform and get his catchy again it might be it might be good experience for him again this time around for him to sort mm-hmm. of build on that and keep building on that uh, Nishikigi um, I probably won't go for him again this time because that was an M10 he's been an M10 he got his 8-7 uh, and he's going to if he if he moves up to sort of M eight M seven something like that. I doubt he will move that higher, but he might move to M nine M eight. I just I can't see him, I see him struggling. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. He's he, he's great by this time, but he he performed well. He just sort of you know I think his natural position at the moment is between M ten and M sort of thirteen ish. I think he's 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 quite yep. safe in that region. Um, but because he's performed well at M ten. Next time round, he might struggle a bit more. Oh, other than that, man, it's a struggle. Uh, Shimanumi, you can assume he's going to drop from M8 down to probably, I don't know, maybe yeah. M- M9, M10, based on the movement shaking around him. So I'd assume that he might end up doing a better performance next month, uh, next next basho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Endo was a weird one because there, there was a chump mm. during that there. He was bossing it. He was doing really yeah. well and he was standing Ooh. out. He was having really good fights and he was being a. Mm. There was a couple of times he was quite unlucky with his losses. Mm. Um, he's going to drop from say... M4 down to maybe M, M6, maybe something yeah. like that at a push because he, you know, yeah. he didn't get his KK. So I would say similarly with that, Toby Zaru, because they ended on the same and they're in that top, the top yeah. five, like a Shira. M4, M5, yeah. Um, and I think what what this is at the moment, they're performing relatively well considering considering everyone else they're up against. Um, I think this is the situation where the more they keep going up and down and up and down, the more they keep getting a taste of of fighting those, you know, the the more skilled Rikishi, yeah. the better they're getting. And Absolutely. I think over time they are going to keep, you know, I think in the future, I think Tobizaru, absolutely, I can I can see Tobizaru being Komasubi at some point, maybe not yeah. this year, but I think he's been sort I of agree. performing, he's been up and down, up and down in those sort of top two Magashiras. And I think, yeah, I, I don't know, I, I, I would, I think those two specifically that, you if know. you can focus up a little bit and be a yeah, little yeah. less erratic, I think you're right. I think he has a genuine... Hmm chance to do something quite meaningful they can only get better if they're able to fight those higher rankers you know so i think we've all we've all had this Mm. thought as well that we've all discussed this previously about ura as well ura is exactly the same yes he performs really well around the m5 mark um but anything above that he struggles as we've seen but it's great experience because as soon as he goes back to m4 m5 he performs well again um and it's the same for um who else somebody else has just escaped me um but ura is definitely one of them um, Abby is going to naturally sort of, you know, he'll drop down a bit more again, I think, but then he'll find his feet at that M5 mark and he'll have that taste for it. But it's exactly what we've been saying for a while now regarding Hosho Ryu and Wakataka Kage. When yeah. they've been sort of like dicing around that M5 to M1 position for a few months, then they've it's been like getting better. they've been getting better. Exactly. They've been sneaking yep. up closer to that double figure mark and they've been solidifying a lot more KKs. 
Um, Hoshi Ryu scraped another kick here today, and he's a Komosubi now. So you can only, you know, they can only fight who's in front of them on the on whatever day it is. And that experience is just so vital. Um, okay. And as you say, jumping around there. So for us to pick, you have to pick tactically. It's one of those things, isn't it? It's a case of, as we were saying before, if there's mm-hmm. somebody who jumps between, you know, M2 and M6 and they struggle at M2 and it's just been and they've just been at M2 and they've just lost out and they might potentially drop to M6 at the next basho, that's who I've got my money on <laughs> because they've got that experience <laughs> yeah. of doing that. Yo-yoing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, but, it's you know, I wish that was as simple. <laughs> no, you're right. I think from I just echo what you guys have said for, for my own predictions and stuff. Um. Similarly, wait to the bandscape. I'm not sure I'm going to pick. We'll see. What my, I've got a list of names. I'm like keeping an eye on stuff just because someone's done really well this time around. You do have that quiet voice in your head saying, "Yeah, but so did Takayasu last time." And, yes. about, and even I now, was I was just about to say, because <laughs> I picked him previously and he's let me down. But, but to be fair, I say let me down. He like slipped a disc or something, so it's not really his fault per se. But I'm always conscious of these things, injury-wise, totting up over time. Sometimes to my detriment because that's why I didn't pick Terunofuji. Um But just to just to really paint the scene, as it were, in my head at least. Um, there are very few people on this list who are there in inverted commas now. Yeah. And by that I mean, you can see, Arby has been again. Arby was slapped down and worked his way up fast, and then hit a wall. Like, oh, hang on, you know what? I've been running through Jurio and Logan Magashira, and now I'm finally at the top again. I've got to find my feet. Fair play to him. He's already done quite well for just skyrocketing through that, but he's going to take a while to get sort of stabilization. Uh, Wakata Kakage and Hoshoryu, I keep banging on about Hoshoryu all the time, obviously. I think mm. given an, a, like a year or two, I think they're going to be genuinely both Ozeki, I would imagine. Takakesho, I don't know. He's had so many ups and downs with his health and things. He was being streamlined for a Yokozuna before Serena Fuji even came into the picture, as it were. Yeah, and that's now true. he's like struggling to keep his rank as Ozeki, so I don't know. Miteki Yomi could do, this could be a blip for him and he could bounce back quickly. Shodai's in trouble, but he might make a really strong Komasubi because of that. Um, but having said that, there's no one here. I'm like, right, July, who's going to take it? I'm like, I, I have no idea. I couldn't yeah. give you a name because it's so odd, isn't it? It's, it's just so, so odd. I think, uh, let's be honest, if we're looking at the ranks in terms of the clash, the catchy clash, that top rank and spot. I mean, you'd be daft not to pick Toronto Fuji at the moment because nobody mm. else is really showing up and he's the only one who, at, le- at the very least, he will definitely get double figures every basho yeah. if he's he not has, injured. Was, if he's not injured. That's, that's the, the only thing. Um, and then it's the next yeah. rank, it's the next one down I struggle with because I can't see Wakataka Kage getting up to Wazeki, obviously, at the moment. I just it's not gonna I just don't see it yeah, happening. No. I wish you could. It's not happening. They're not moving I don't think anybody's moving up. I really don't. They might kick Shodai down. Oh well they won't actually. We know that, as you've said before there. I think yeah, it'll, I think just, the top yeah. flight, the, the Yoko and the Ozekis will say exactly as they are. The there might be a bit of movement between Seki and Kommies, but that stays within that ranking system for our choices. It's a shuffle, isn't it? So it's not really that's a, all it is. It's just, yeah, they're staying in that grouping. So it comes to me, you know, when I'm picking, it's probably going to be Troina Fuji. Then it'll be a choice out of Wakataka Kage and Daeshio. Then after that, that's where I start to struggle. It'll probably be Kiribayama based on today, but I don't know. Uh, but he's performing that well at M2, which means at M1, he'll probably still perform well. But it's yeah, the yeah. dreaded M1 position where there's that pressure of you're going to get promoted up to a thing. So yeah. Kiribayama would be the wise choice in my head at the moment. 
Uh, Takanosho, I think he'll struggle because I think he'll get bumped up to M2 or M1. I think he'll struggle, even though he's performed really well this time around. I think mm-hmm. he enjoys that M4, M5 positioning. Um, yeah, and then it's just a fucking stab in the dark after that, isn't it? <laughs> it's just <laughs> complete <Yeah>. random. <laughs> I'll just do an errand. Yeah. Who's wearing my? <laughs> who's wearing the prettiest colours? Yeah. yeah. Who do I go to school with? <laughs> no, I like that. Um, I must admit, the only one I'm thinking again, who I've picked in the past, I don't, this is the problem. You end up with like the longer you watch sumo, the more you bring stuff in that doesn't necessarily always apply. You're like, oh, here's a good shout. I'll go with him. It's like, yeah, but two years ago or three years ago he buggered about a bit it's like yes three years ago but you can't not let me say for example for tamawashi i picked tamawashi a while ago and he did fine and similarly tamawashi could end up with everybody muscling for that migashira one two he might in fact stay at migashira three and it is nine and six because again tamawashi at one point was a tie to win oh in the show race at least so yeah. i mean nine six no, not maybe is not bad not a bad score not a bad score yeah so yeah prediction wise I don't know. We'll wait and see. As, you, as, we, as we've said, repeated over and over and over again, we'll wait until the Banska comes out. But either way, in this moment, I don't think any of us are confident to say, oh, you know what? I put my money on this. I could be yeah. a single person. Yeah. I am confident, unfortunately. I hate saying this after bigging up earlier. I think that IAM yeah. is obviously going to shoot up the ranks from M11 to probably, you know, M7, probably. M8, something like that, based yeah. his performance. And I think he'll struggle. Um, yeah, I think it'll bugger it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's that's just typical of how this works. But mm. um, Okunumi's maybe an interesting one because he's at M10 at the moment. He, he got a he got a nine six, um, and a nine six. It's that kind of thing where you're probably not going to get that much movement with a nine six. You know, you've kind mm-hmm. of you've done better than scraping by, but it's not a huge amount. And because of all the movement that will happen around and beneath and below, that M10 position is probably the kind of position where he's going to stay roughly around that. He's not going to move too much because it's going to just be so much movement beneath them because of every like the mm-hmm. the, the guys who have been performing uh, poorly, and then people like uh, Ayama who will fly past them. And, and take up that M8, M7 spot that he might have been moving into um, because of his, his his results. And the same with Sadanumi as well. He was an 11-4. The M12, he'll shoot down to probably like M9, M8. So Okunumi with a 9-6 probably won't move that far up the ranks, if at all, meaning that he might be a surefire bet again for next Basho because he'll be at a similar position, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, t- I totally get that reasoning. Um, but but that's as we all know. Who who has a clue? Who knows? Um, <laughs> Ura, Ura might be an interesting one if his injuries have cleared up. Obviously, he was on a was it sprain? Wasn't it sprained ankle? Did, so did he finish on a nine five in the end? He did because he, I mean, it's amazing. possible he could have. His last two days, he could have in fact got to eleven five. Oh, sorry, yeah. um, uh, ten five. He could have been up yeah. there. He could have. He could have yeah. been up there. Ten five. Um, yeah. It, it, that nine five result is brilliant considering he's obviously you know he's dropped out injured at uh, an m6 and bearing that in mind and the rest of the movement around him again he's in that position where he might move to m5 but i can't see him moving that much higher than that which means mm. that's a it, it's what it's the it's the position that he enjoys it, it's what he performs well and he, he kind of I flourishes so. at m5 m6 m7 it seems to be where he's you know most comfortable at the moment um 
as he proved at M6 this time round on a 9.5. So again, he's another one I can't necessarily, I don't necessarily see him moving much at the moment because it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like a 12.3 kind of win where he would shoot up to the top of the charts. He's, I think he's going to solidify that M5, M6 spot there next time round. And he mm. might be an interesting one to pick for that fourth, that um, that fourth, you know, uh, cluster. Yeah. And we love him. Yeah. 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 Either way, it'll be. It will be, This is one thing, and this is something M picked up earlier. Sort of before we round out, I think it's an interesting point to make. Um, we're missing big, big ass names like Hakuo and things like that, other big presences and stuff. Yeah. But that being said, it does make it really unpredictable, which is quite exciting. If for the last, you know, six Basho, it was just. Turner Fuji's one, Turner Fuji's one, Turner Fuji's one, Turner Fuji's one. We might be a little tired of it. We might go like, eh, fair play to him. He's doing all right. I don't What's, think anyone was tired of Hakaho winning over and over again. Nah, um, he was a big, he was a big boy. It's just person. that he had a lot of injury, so he was yeah. off quite a bit. And I think we've got used to having, oh, it's anyone's Basho. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's the thing. Yeah. I think, maybe that's it. So maybe, maybe yeah, maybe it'll be excited. Yeah, we'll keep the, the excitement going. But we, I think like everything, it's exciting to have that bit of unpredictability, but we do maybe want a bit of stability as well at the same time. We're a, we're a fickle bunch of fans. That's how fans, <laughs> fan bases work. <laughs> well, let's look at it this way. Considering he's had a bit of a topsy-turvy sort of uh, situation at the very top of the charts being a Yoko, the fact that he mm. won today, considering he dropped out the last one and he hasn't he hasn't won as Yoko in a while, has he? It's been a couple of months. Mm. It's been a few months. November. A few yeah. bashos. It's been November since he's won as a Yoko. And the fact that he won today and we still called it anticlimactic. It's like, yes. like yeah, like, yeah. Yes, it won since November. <laughs> it's not like he's won yeah. every basho. It's like, oh, he's won again. <laughs> the fact that we're calling it anticlimactic at this point, yeah, that that says something about mm. the vibe he's setting. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. I think it says something about the difference between him and Hakuho more That's than exactly anything. What it is. Is, yeah. is, it's it's big um, shoes to fill, you know. Oh, as simple def- as that. Definitely. I mean, how do you, and, how and do you? It's it's a dreaded position. It, it really is, and also, the truth is, um, there is no new Hakuho, um, no. just because of the fact that by the time I mean, turn strange little comparison here. Well, surely you turned twenty three today. And oh, by yeah. this point, I'm pretty sure Hakua was already a Yokozuna. I was like, mm-hmm. what? Um, you know, he was already thing. So, but like, I think if you think like um, Kakuryu, for example, another one of the um, the Yokozuna, you know, joint. He he won like five or six um, tourneys on his own. But again, that's because he's got up good Hakua time. He was again good, a good, quiet, stable, solid um, Yokozuna. It was only because. Um, of, of all the COVID stuff and him refusing to come back and him being forced out and blah, 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 blah. not Mike. And a lot of extra stuff that caused a lot of issues. Um, but it's like, as a Shoryu, for example, Hoshoryu's uncle, um, he was a really fucking bold Yokozuna as a character because he was a bit of a bad boy at this point. He was, he was, you know, he had a bit of a rivalry going on things with Hakuro. So there's things like that at the top that's exciting and thrilling, but Mm, but it's missing. You have that push, and there's not that hunger. I'm not feeling it as much now at the minute. But e- either way, we're 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 letting it all get away from ourselves. But that's a good thing because we're excited for for what's to come, basically. Yep. So that marks the end of the Natsu Basho. Join us again on Sunday, the 10th of July, for the Nagoya Basho, unsurprisingly taking place in Nagoya. 
And if you'd like to take part in the Catchy Clash tournament, register at catchyclash.com and let us know your username so that we can keep an eye out for you. I and mean, Matt. We say that. We, 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 hyper dude, man, obviously doing exceptionally well. Maybe sometimes we don't want people coming in. <laughs> Just My five-year-old us. daughter is bad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I want Erin's picks next time. I still yes. want her to have yeah. some picks. <laughs> Until then, be sure to like, follow, share, and listen to the other shows on the BBG Wrestling channel via bbgwrestling.com. If you'd like to check out my film-related stuff, you can read my movie reviews at theredrighthand.co.uk. Um, I'm seeing Top Gun in two days. I think it'll be probably okay. Um, you can also <laughs> see the things that I make at cheesemint.com, or you can check out my other podcast at sequelizers.com. Uh, yeah, and you can find the gaming and pop culture podcast I'm on by searching for the Super 8-Bit Power Hour. And I'm also part of Cheese Mint along with Matthew. And you can find me on all socials as Emma Jane Mint. Fox, how about yourself? Well, you can check me out mainly on Twitter at Grapple Arcade. It's where I tend to do a lot of the wrestling-related gaming kind of stuffy, stuffy stuff and action figures and what have you. Speaking of action figures, if you check out our website, cellotoys.net, you'll find out that there's a bunch of new action figures coming out very soon because we're sold out of the other ones and we've got some other ones and they're coming soon, et cetera, et cetera. I can't say any more than that because they're all top secret at the mm. moment. And I've just started writing for a wrestling magazine called oh, cool. Inside the Rope. Yeah, Inside the Ropes. Um, and it's uh, available in WH Smith's. But uh, this is all very um, new information that I haven't announced yet. So I'm announcing it now. She is the first to know. <laughs> but, exclusive. So my, you heard it here first. <laughs> an exclusive. So uh, my uh, first debut article will be in very said new upcoming magazine, which I believe will be out in the next two to three weeks in WH Smith's. Um, so, yes, Inside the Ropes. Go and check it out. Um, and it's all wrestling related. Good nonsense. Retro stuffy to stuff and stuff and stuff merchandise themed we'll say yeah brilliant actually you, cool. you plugging yourself there has just quickly reminded me that uh myself and matt are going or gonna be at mcm oh, yeah. comic con london um this, yeah so uh that's, that's exciting uh, that's the, he says desperately kind of a, a calendar 27th uh saturday 28th and sunday 29th of may uh literally hmm. this weekend if you're listening on the day of, of our releasing this so if you do um, listen so, to the show yeah. Come and say hello. We'll be with Ashen's booth, so you can come and uh, yeah, come and talk to us about some super stuff or anything else. We'll be plugging a lot of things, so we've got uh, the opportunity to have a chat face to face. And then that'll uh, we'll, be dope. You know, I wish I was down that way. Uh, um, it would yeah, be really cool. We come to cool to come and see that kind of stuff. Well, we'll do it at some point. It'd be nice. We will. I suppose it's worth quickly, quickly, quickly plugging as well the fact that Nerg, the Northeast Retro Gaming uh, event that takes place well i was going to say it takes place every year but it hasn't been for obvious yeah, <laughs> global yeah. reasons uh, but we are back on this year for the first time in a few years and i suppose it makes sense saying this now because it's in july and i'm just trying to work out the you know the calendar dates based on uh, where we are right now and when the next bash is where we'll be chatting stuff so if you're in the northeast of england which i suppose is you know <laughs> maybe not many of you listening are in the northeast <laughs> of england but for the ones who are on july the 16th and 17th of this very year uh, of july Nerg, come and check it out. I believe that our stew is actually popping up as well for that. But I'll be running a Grapple Arcade uh, tournament on the old WrestleFest arcade machine, along with some other good joy, joy goodness 
There's about 120, I believe, uh, original retro arcade machines, which will be on display and playable for everybody, along with approximately 100 pinball machines as well. All originals, all old school, and about 80 consoles as well, along with loads of traders and vendors. It's like you pay for your ticket and you get to play on everything free play once you're in there for the day, stroke weekend. Good fun. And that's it, uh, Gateshead Stadium. So come and check it out if you're in the area. So I'm annoyed now because I'd like to go that. Sounds really, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come. <laughs> nice. All right. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of that, we'll see you all in July for the next yeah. weird, crazy bar show in this weird, crazy year. <laughs> yeah. Banzai! Bye. 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 Bye.